Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Put him in the hole. Put him in the hole of fame. Parkinson Spiegel to the wreck. Count it in a foul. We're going to crank it up nonstop. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Always a pleasure with Chuck Swirsky. Don't you dare turn the dial here, folks. Big time onions. Oh, my goodness. Onions, baby onions. Are you flat out kidding me? Get out the salami and cheese, mama. This ball game is over. Put him in the hole of fame. Put him in the hole. Put the whole team in the ring of honor. Oh, my goodness. That was sick. The basketball gods. Love the ball, DeMar DeRozan. I love you. I'm getting out the dancing shoes. Oh, no. Let's dance. Let's party. Let's boogie. We're dancing in South Florida. We are dancing tonight in Canada. I want to go dancing with Kobe White. There it is. 70 has become a reality. That deserved a rim shot, but that's okay. Big 7-0, happy 70th birthday to the radio voice of the Bulls, our friend and yours, a broadcasting and Chicago institution. You can hear him right here on the score tonight as the Bulls take on the Raptors. Chuck Swirsky on the Parkinson Spiegel Show via the hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Happy birthday, Chuck. Thank you very much, Andy. When do I, when do I get your book? April 16th. April 16th. Right. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. As long as you pre-order. Yes, sir. Yeah, the, the, uh, absolutely. The book should be right up your alley for anybody who doesn't know. Pipeline to the pros, division three basketball players and how they have helped to mold the NBA. Yeah. They, thank, thank, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Players and coaches who made its way to, uh, to the NBA. But this is, this is about you, sir. I woke up this morning and you were one of the first tweets that I saw and I thought, oh no, what happened to Chuck? Why is he releasing a long statement? what is going on but you said that you had some things that you wanted to talk about because today is your 70th birthday yes and and so i put it out there because um you know what whether it's you know the united states especially the united states because in other countries when people become of age so to speak after let's say 60 65 and beyond people kind of look at the age and they say well you know, you had your run, it's over, or you really can't be productive in society anymore. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to flip the switch. And I'm going to say there are a lot of people from my generation called the baby boomer generation, uh, where the population of the country was increased uh, because at that time of, of where we were in our society, post-World War II and beyond that. And so I said, you know what? Here I am. And I'm still a very productive human being, and I like to work. And as long as I'm blessed with health and clarity, as I mentioned in my post, that, you know, as long as the bulls want me, uh, that I want to keep doing this because I love and have passion and energy, and I'm not ready to be 
put out to pasture. Chuck, your energy and your voice and your passion and your skill set and your quickness, you don't sound or look a day over 68. You know what I mean? No, it's a, no, 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 really never, never would, didn't know uh, how old you were and, and you're, you're sprightly and incredibly energetic and it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, you're right about the way that we, we treat people of a certain age. Um, it, because uh, around the world, they seem to be valued a little more. Like, let's go ahead and take care of the elderly, shall we? They they have a lot, and I'm not calling the elderly, but you know what I mean. Let's take care of the people, the eldest among us, because they have much to teach us, and they make us wiser. Have you noticed that in your travels? Well, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, a, a very dear friend, uh, rest his soul, Dick Enberg, was a good friend. And he was calling Padres games. And I believe he was... 80, maybe a little beyond 80, while he was still calling San Diego games. And he was cutting back on his schedule. But you know what? He was, and in my opinion, remains as one of the greatest broadcasters we've had in our generation of viewership. And he told me, as long as you wake up in the morning and you want to do this, and as long as you're not making mistakes, and as long as you still feel that you're making the contribution, do this as long as you can. And so I've taken his words to heart. This is something I wanted to do, as you know, and we've sat down and talked about this uh, with both of you, that this is something I wanted to do since I was five years young. I broke my mother's broomstick. I hung it up from a light bulb, used it as a microphone, and would play and do play-by-play with baseball cards. And um, and so there you go. Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, the book off the top, which was, again, very generous. People are saying that I should just give you one for your birthday. Now, I, I that could, would be generous. I can give you a book. No, for, I'm uh, not going to do that. You know what? I've never asked for a handout, and I never will. And to this day, when I get tickets, I pay for my tickets. That's a true story. Well, and I bought I, I bought Danny's book yesterday. I did I it right would, in front of him to, to yeah, show off a little bit. That was very nice of you, and I would love to be able to say the same thing about tickets, um, but I can't. Uh, but I I was thinking about so you brought up Dick Enberg. I I talked to Hubie Brown for the book, and we spoke for nearly three hours, and it was I didn't want to get off the phone. It felt like talking to basketball royalty. He just yes. he just turned ninety, and he Correct. he is still. Great. He, he is sharp. He's what, you know, he's a super ager, which is there people like that are being studied now. It, it is truly a remarkable thing. And his attention to detail and his recall in the stories when I was talking to him for the book, I was like, this is unbelievable. So there's no, who's to say that Chuck Swirsky can't do this for another 20 years? Well, I, you know what? Here's the story with Hubie. And I've, I've followed Hubie when he was an assistant coach with the Milwaukee Bucks, even before then in college. And then, of course, in the ABA, uh, where he was a fantastic coach with Kentucky. But one thing about Hubie, when I listen to him, I still learn something new to the game of basketball. And he will break down a play as well as anyone. And you're absolutely right, Danny. He, he's a relic. He is a basketball icon. Chuck, um, do you have any secrets to being healthy, sprightly, energetic, able to dance after wins, 
to uh, or period, right? Seriously, <laughs> to be able to 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 hang with with the people that you, that you do. Do you have any secrets that you can share, sir? Well, well, you know what, speaks. Um, I I'll say this. I think one of the reasons why Hubie is broadcasting into year number ninety. God bless him. Al McCoy of Phoenix just called it a brilliant career at the age of ninety, and he was still doing play-by-play on the Suns broadcast is because if you're around young people, young people will keep you young in heart and spirit. As far as basketball is concerned, you know, I still follow the college game. I still look forward to the draft. I still look forward to players coming into the league. And when you're around these players and I go to shoot arounds, I, you know, hang out with the players on the floor, not necessarily off the court, obviously, uh, but, you know, from an on-the-court standpoint where I'm able to pick up stories to incorporate them in our broadcast on the score. And so that's one thing. And the other thing is, and, I, and now I'm probably going to sound like I'm 70, but I think getting enough sleep is really, really important. I think our bodies need sleep. Hey, man, it, it's a big deal in the NBA. Right? It, it's, it's long been a big deal where players make sure to get their naps in between shoot-around and, uh, and, and game time. Uh, Chuck Swirsky, who do you consider to be on your tree as a broadcaster? You, you wrote in your post about how you have enjoyed mentoring and teaching, and you've worked a lot of radio stations, been a talk show host. Who are some of the people on your tree? Well, I mean, well, I mean, we can go a couple of different directions. People I've mentored or people that I've idolized when I was growing up as a kid. People you've mentored. People who are out there working these days well, you've mentored. I, I mean, number one, and I know this sounds self-serving, but it's true. And, you know, Mitch Rosen was an intern of mine uh, back in the day. And I'll tell you what, certain people had the it factor and he had the it factor. You knew when he walked into WGM radio, and this was a different culture back in those days. Social media had not arrived yet. And Mitch was unbelievable because he was one or two steps ahead, even of full-time employees at the age of 20. So he would definitely be on. I mean, you know, Ryan Baker, I mean, Ryan, I mean, you've seen uh, where he's gone in his career. And where he is, a, he's legit right now at Channel 2. And, I mean, we could go right down the list. There have been so many wonderful. I mean, Dan McNeil, you know, his record speaks for itself with his career. He was an intern of mine. And there have been others. I'll tell you the guy that um, worked, I worked with that would have been an incredible broadcaster. And now he's an NBA champion as a general manager. And that's Rob Palinka from Lake Forest. Wow. Rob was my broadcast partner at the University of Michigan. He played at Michigan on three Final Four teams, won the NCAA as a freshman in 89 uh, in that wild Final Four with the Illini. And had he decided not to go into law and pursue a career in sports management, and he, as you know, he was Kobe's agent, later became the GM and is the GM of the Lakers, he would have been uh, top-tier, five-star broadcaster, period. We're talking to Chuck Swirsky on his 70th birthday, giving out wisdom, telling us about history. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Your positivity, Chuck, I know you're a man of faith, 
but what do you attribute to what do you attribute your positivity and your positive outlook on life? Well, because I was raised by a great, great parents um, who left this world way too young. And, um, you know, the influence that my mom had, uh, my dad uh, passed away when I was in elementary school. My mom was a third grade school teacher and she took on two other jobs. And, you know, I don't want to because there are a lot of people that have gone through a lot and much more difficult journey than mine. But when you see your mom um, deal with adversity and just decide, you know what, Uh, I'm 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 going to grind it out. And this is what you know, what's happened. And I'm fighting and I've got the courage and I I love my mom so much and I admire her so much. And so when you see someone go through these things, uh, because everyone has everyone has the thought of your parents are going to live until they're 80, 90 years old and you're going to be with them and you're going to bring the grandkids into the world, so on and so forth. But when a parent is taken way too soon and the other person, the other parent decides, hey, you know what? We're not throwing a pity party. There is a chance that we are still going to make it in life. You go through the grieving process, which is important, by the way. And after that, you decide, okay, what are we going to make of our lives? And I owed her so much in terms of what she brought on a daily basis. And that's where I get my positivity. That's beautiful stuff. Hey, Chuck, what, what's giving you joy and energy from this Bulls team that when you call the games on the floor? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what gives me joy. Number one, I love the game and I love the sport and I think it's a beautiful sport. And so number one speaks that's that to me, it's, it's the game. I mean, players come and go and I've been fortunate to have been around great, great players. I mean, whether early in my career when I was doing DePaul and I was around Aguirre and Cummings and Comagies and Rod Strickland, and you could go right down the list, and then the tail end of the Fab Five, and then the next class with you know tractor trailer, and then my first real NBA experience: Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Chris Bosh, and then Derek Rose, Joakim Noah. Lou. I mean, these are great, great players. But the the joy for this team that I'm getting is to see guys like Ayo Dosumu who, I mean, is making himself into a really good rotation part-time starter in this league. When, when people, and I talked to scouts when they saw him at Illinois, they said, yeah, you know, I'm really not too sure. And no, this kid has worked his tail off. Ayo Dosumu is a professional player on and off the court. And players like that, I get excited about, Matt. I really do. Chuck, have a good call tonight and many more, sir. Many more. Happy birthday. Thank you. Total respect to you guys. Thank you. That is Chuck Swirsky, our teammate and friend and the voice of the Bulls who turns 70 today with a beautiful post. And I got to admit, I mean, listen, I I sometimes have ageist thoughts and opinions when it comes to who I want the sports teams to hire and, and that sort of thing. And super agers should be studied. I hope that the studying of them leads to a cure for Alzheimer's and dementia. It's a, it's a pretty amazing thing. If you can age 
like Hubie Brown has aged or like my grandfather has aged or like it seems like your father uh, has aged and be like that. You know, I mean, Chuck Swirsky's 70. That's yeah. he, he's not a super ager no. yet. But but like that that thing is a it's happening more and more. And it is a like a there's some neuroscientists who believe that there might be something there in terms of studying them and really cherishing it and figuring it out. Yeah, my, my dad is far more capable of cogent conversation at 90 than a lot of people yeah. that I know. And I, yeah, it's, it, you it, should it, call. It, it, it's, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah, you know, and the thing is, like, in terms of the ageist thoughts or, like, the conversations we've had, and I think we've tried to make this point, there are young 70-year-olds. And then there are old seven-year-olds. It's like a mindset, you know. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, when when Tony Larusa got hired as a manager, man, I, I talked to Jim Leland as part of Inside the Clubhouse with with Bruce, and I was like, oh my god, I wish Jim Leland would be the manager. <laughs> like, that was like one of the sharpest dudes, the sharpest conversation, and talking about the power of young people and all that stuff. It's like, my my goodness. So like, everybody can be different. Did you um did you watch Blue Zones on Netflix? Do no. you know what that is? It's no. a, it's about this guy who decided to try and figure out where in the world people live the longest. And he, okay. he was chasing it's coming back to me a little bit. Chasing not immortality, but chasing chasing healthy aging. Right. And he was trying to find the commonalities between these different parts of the world, all different kind of cultures and and nationalities and trying to figure out what the commonalities were. And some of them were interesting. You know, some of it was in the type of cuisine. Right, diet stuff, lifestyle choices. Some of it, like, if there was a lot of elevation within the towns, if people had to climb either stairs or climb on streets and it kept you more vital and exercising that way. But one of the things that stuck with me about it was when the elderly are part of the community mixed in with the youngest kids. So you've got toddlers and or kids under five who are hanging around with the 85-year-olds and the 90-year-olds. So the wisdom of the elderly is part of the culture and the incredible energy of those young kids is part of the culture. And that keeps the elderly feeling young. I thought that was kind of a beautiful conclusion that he was able to draw from that. Yeah, and I saw one of those two speaks. It turns out one of the places, too, that they highlighted was right on the I-88 corridor yeah. by the Top Golf. That sure. was one of the places. That's one of the spots. <laughs> so Top Golf and potential new stadiums. Thank you, Tanny, for ruining such a real moment. <laughs> I think it he, was time. I think, Actually, I, I enhanced think he, it. I think he enhanced he it. Enhanced it. <laughs> I was about to have a real conversation back here with Tanny, too, about how what I know about Blue Zones and, like, being strictly, not strictly, but majority Mediterranean and it's like good whole foods, fish, grains, yes. rice. Yes. It just keeps people into their hundreds. And yes. Tanny's like, top golf, <laughs> swinging that club, dude. Oh, yeah. Stay young, you know? that's, like that's your move, Shane. Yeah, a little role reversal <laughs> there. That was kind of fun. You never really know. They keep us guessing. Yeah, they do. That was fun. Uh, Happy birthday, Chuck. Why? Listen. Didn't even I, play it once for him. I just admire. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. And th- thank you for that texture real quick. I'm sorry, Speaks. There's some guy who went down there. Yeah, it was Zac Efron. <laughs> some guy did the Blue Zones thing. <laughs> Zac Efron made that documentary, I think. F- famous guy. Yeah. Uh, I just admire aging without being scared of aging. Like that, you know, like embracing it, the positivity and and all of that. Yeah. I I don't like exercising, but whenever I'm doing a yoga and hating it, it's like it's because I'd like to be able to move when I'm older. 
or when I'm doing the the bike, I'm like, it's yeah. because I'd like to, you know what I mean? I, I hate, I, I, I basically hate every minute of it, <laughs> but I'm, I, I find no joy in it. I get, I don't feel better afterwards. Like oh, people God. say, it doesn't become a habit. Like people say, oh. I just hate every single thing about it. And I just you. have to think about like, you know, maybe this will extend my life. Every time I don't make a terrible choice, like for breakfast or for lunch, yeah, you know, yeah, I hate it. I would much rather just go to McDonald's and have breakfast every freaking morning. Yeah, because it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. It's easy. They give it to you. <laughs> All yeah. you got to do is give them some money. <laughs> yeah, it's cheap. I don't have to prepare anything. No, you don't have to clean it's anything. It's done. has got restaurants figured out. <laughs> yeah, some of these God. places, by the way, some of these places, they won't give it to you. I know. You pay for it. Yeah, That's why it to I got to go home and give it to myself <laughs> sometimes. They just sure. stare at you at the counter. What do you want, bitch? You gave <laughs> us your money. You gave I want it to the myself. food now. I want the food now. Give it back to me. Yeah, no, it's like, it's to your point, you, you go to exercise, you hate it. I, I go to make a decent food choice. I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's the it's, worst. It's really, really hard. But it's about longevity. Uh, in theory, it's going to pay off in the end. But who knows? Still working on that. Yeah, yeah. But life, life's funny that way. Like, isn't, isn't, wouldn't the theory be for there to not be an end, and that's why you're doing it? You don't want it to pay off in the end. You want to you want to extend the end. I'm saying there's exceptions to every rule. There's the guy who eats the the cheeseburger every day with the ice cream right. sundae uh-huh. who lives to be 95 because of genetics. And then there's the the vegan who runs a 5K twice a week who you know dies at 50. Dies at 50. Sure. You know what I mean. We should, so. get, we should get rid of all of them, in my opinion. All the vegans. <laughs> the vegans that are running multiple 5Ks a week. Yeah. Jesus, have some sex. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. You know. I assume it's part of their, their regimen. I mean, next time I go to McDonald's, I'm going to see how many old people I can find. You know? I took the boys to McDonald's over the weekend. There was an old couple. In there, there was? On a, on a, a, on a little date. Were they eating First food? First time I had been inside a McDonald's in a long time. Because it's always just drive through. I'm like, mm. I'm going to eat this in shame. Was my the, car by was myself. The, was the hamburger there? See, no more. Pl- I, I Googled McDonald's play places near me, and there was an article that came up that they've been like uh, no! eradicating the play places. No! They want to make them look more sleek and modern. You should have a right to throw your kids in a giant ball pit just the way that your parents did. I agree. I was very disappointed. Those things are hygienic. I'm going to get Owen and Eli a ball pit for their next birthday so you can have that at home. Tanny, you want to get in on Amy that with me? Amy already did. We- it's 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 oh, hell. Okay. It's okay. hell. Oh. All right, good for Amy. Yeah, yeah. We have. We'll a get another one. Get the kids to have everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, another car they can drive pit. in the house. <laughs> Eli's gonna need one. Uh, hey, it's it got moved to the garage. We took it out over the you weekend. Built the car. garage over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marta we, built the garage. We, we moved the car to the garage. She drove it outside. We were done driving it outside for the first time. It's like we got to put it in the garage now. I was like. No. It goes in the house, He's Daddy. like, what about when I want to drive it in the house later? <laughs> We're done with I'm that. I'm like, no, 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 no. The house portion of driving this car is over. He was very upset. Um, speaking of old people, Tom Brady spoke today, <laughs> and he is coming for Greg Olson's job because he's Tom Brady, and he knows it. Next on The Score.